Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 227. This week's message is, May you receive the same mindset as that of Christ. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in for another blissful, encouraging message from the words of God. I pray that all things are going well with everyone today uh, as we have passed through another week and entering over into the beginning of another week. I pray that your last six, seven days have been blessed unto you and that in spite of what has unfolded in your life, in spite of any difficulties, in spite of any challenges, in spite of any oppositions you have been able to stand strong through that and in that of that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus our God our Heavenly Father I thank you O blessed be O Father God for that which is wonderful and gracious unto thee I thank you for this moment and this time O Father God to bring forth that of the wholesomeness of your word I thank you O Heavenly Father for the opportunity to spread the good news the gospel of Christ. I thank you, O Heavenly Father, for that you see me worthy to do so. And I pray, O Father God, for that as these words come forth from my mouth, that are meditated upon my heart, but that of your will and your desire, that it may be pleasing unto you, and that those who are in perceiving and receiving, so shall they be blessed as it walks out in their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Blessed be O Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My brothers and sisters, as we are receiveth of this new day and we are marking another week being passed, we've gone through another holiday and we're in the aftermath of that holiday. And we're in another month. We're in the ninth month of this year uh, that has been designated as 2023 my brothers and sisters it wasn't too long ago that majority of the world or all the world was welcoming in this new year and it wasn't too long ago that I myself was speaking blessings unto those and saying hey New blessings. New blessings. Because you see, I don't say new year. I see new blessings. We have gone through the year. It seems in that of the blink of an eye. January came in before December really even had a chance to exit. March was here before February was even a thaw. In May, well, May settled in and nobody even thought about April. Now, but then how can we forget about August as it ended the summer? With the truthfulness of what it is, and that's the hot month of the summer. And now here we are. We're in the September. We're just now 
turning the bend, brothers and sisters. We're almost there. But see, I bring all this about and I mention it in such a way that I do because not in any way kind of being trying to be sarcastic in any way, but just simply just trying to put a notation on how time is truly taking a fast-paced course in that of our lives. It was just recently that we were getting our bearings and saying, okay, this is what this year going to be like. This is what this we're going to do. We're going to that. We're going to do. We're making all these New Year's resolutions, quote unquote. But I wonder to myself, did anyone really truly took take the time to say, okay, Heavenly Father, what is your plans for my life? What is your resolution for my life? So we, 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 we sit and we say, oh, you know, this is my New Year's resolution. But what, what if we sat and say, well, God, what is your plans for my life this year? What is it that you already have written out? For my life. Well. Maybe some of us probably did that. Maybe not exactly in those words. We probably didn't. But maybe in the thoughts. And, and maybe in the desires of our hearts. And the meditation that we did. Maybe you know. In our prayers. We, we, we may have. Desired to know that. But then I'm still curious on how many of us actually continue to follow through on that desiring to know. Because you see, I still desire to know. And I know some would say, well, bro, you know, we're in the ninth month. You know, God didn't show you what his desires were. Well, see, this is the thing. God may have showed it to me. Just as he may have showed to the rest of you. But were we paying attention? Did we really get it? Or did we think we got it? Oh, well, you know what? I tell you what. Let's just go ahead and just give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Let's say you did get it. Let's say you, you perceive what the Lord our God desired of us to do. And what his plans was for us this year. And let's say we begin. We was following through. We were being diligent. So let's just say for the, you know, for the sake of just. That. We perceived it. We started out, we was doing good, everything was going, you know, we, we we was walking. We was walking in God's will. And we was doing what it was that he laid out for us to do in this time period of season. And then somewhere along the way, somehow we got off track. Somehow we veered off. Somehow. 
we got lost. It took a detour. And we don't know how. See, you know, we, we took that detour and now we're sitting, we're thinking, why did I take that detour? Was there a detour? Did I did I really see a detour? Was there something really telling me to go this way? Was it God? Or was it self? Or maybe it was the devil. But the bottom line at the end of the day, brothers and sisters, you took a detour. And now you're finding yourself in alignment with something that is not that of God. You find yourself doing something and you wear it off over here and it's not of God. It's not what he had, what he desired for you to do. It's not what you're supposed to be at. And so here you are now taking the rest of the time that should have been used to continually fortify yourself in that which was given unto you to do what he revealed unto you. But now you're having to use that time to get back to where you started off at. Doesn't that seem to be the case all the time, brothers and sisters? Doesn't that seem to be the revolution of the, the, the revelation of it, of it all? That we start out right. We start out with good intentions. We start out doing well. We start out being obedient. We start out being upright. We start out being righteous. We start out being obedient. On track. Diligent. In every effort of the word. And then all of a sudden. We get hit with opposition. We get hit with challenges. We get hit. And now we're dazed. We're drunken out of our mind by this toxicness of this world. And the flesh is running havoc. And we're over here doing this and we're over here doing that. And we find ourselves living a life or faced with the life that we once lived. We find ourselves faced with that old creature. And now we have woken up. And we're wondering to ourselves, how much of this did I partake? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? Did I get back into my old ways again? How far did I go? Oh Lord, forgive me. For that I have ventured off from me. That I have given myself once again to this desires of fleshly gratification. Forgive me, O oh Father, for that my thoughts have swayed from you. In my heart, I've allowed to feel with all the things of this worldly worldly society oh cleanse me oh father lay me not away from thee restore me wholly before you once again 
that my mind may be upright and my body be submitted unto you. O Father, hear thee thy servant. For once I served thee oh so diligently. There was nothing that could turn my face from you. There was nothing that could catch my mind. But oh, the sweetness of your presence is all that I delighted in. Let this be once more, O oh Father. Let this be once more. And so we say these words are words similar to these. And we seek our Heavenly Father. We search diligently, hoping to free ourselves from the things that have so mysteriously catching up with us and pull us in a direction that we thought we thought we had gotten away from but my brothers and sisters it is not in that of your strength it is not in that of your might nor that of your spirit that you can fully sever yourself from the things of your past but it's only through that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus that of our God that we're able to truly be severed. So the strength is not totally in that of you. Not in that of you, yourself, or of you. But it's that of God that is in you. Well, you say, Brother Tim, hold on. That kind of sounds confusing. You say it's not within us. No, it's not. Not in the way of you thinking that it's of you and in you, meaning it's not you, it's not in this flesh, but it's that of your spirit, the might of God, the spirit of God. Woven into the genetics of that of you, of which he created you. Woven into the wholeness of that of you. Woven into the fabric of that of you. Is the genes of that of the Father. Is the remnants of His Spirit unto you. Oh my brothers and sisters. Everything that is God and of God. Has been bestowed unto you. But the flesh found a way. To work its way back in. To push aside. All those things that you have built so strongly and willingly in that of the Father. Does not mean it's not still there. It's just the flesh has found a way to rear up and not be submitted. Not to be governed by the Spirit. Can you be saved? You already are saved. Can you be Redirected? Oh, of course you can. You're not out of this race yet. Well, you say, Brother Tim, what is the significance of this that you say unto us? The significance is this, my brother, my sister. Is that no matter what you go through, no matter what opposition, no matter the challenges, no matter what unfolds day in and day out. No matter what the heaviness of this world that comes upon you. God is there for you. 
He will not let you go. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. For he has said he will not leave me nor forsake thee. And he's also told us be of good courage. For your Lord thy God travels with you. So although we may not see him. Physically lay eyes upon him. We may not even be able to lean upon him. In that of the physical. As some of us desire or think or want to. But he's with us. Because we can sense him in that of our spirit. We know that he is near. No matter how much the flesh try to cover it up. No matter how much the flesh try to put things and implement strategies. You can't cover up the presence of God. See there's no way to completely detach yourself from God. Unless you in that of the willingness. And the self will that he has given you. Make that authority call to do so. You see only you. Carry the authority and will the authority over that of your free will. No one else does. No other thing does. The devil doesn't even have control over you in that way. Oh, come on, y'all. Yeah, he can play with your mind and he can bring forth delusions and lies and deceit and deception. But ultimately, the decision, the authority to turn away from God completely, to denounce him, that's on you. You and you alone have that authority. So, the next time you find yourself in a slump, the next time you, you look around and say, Oh my God, what did I do? Maybe you got too arrogant and thought that, Oh yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good now and you, you didn't have your God up. And you got sideswiped. By that part of your past. That you thought for sure you had not been severed away from. That you had not put behind you. Because see after all when you became saved. When you confessed from your mouth. That Jesus Christ was your Lord and Savior. The old you died away. And the new you was born and through that of Christ. To say, well, but, 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 bruh, so how is it that my past? Whew, come on, y'all. The devil did that. He brought that back before you. Because he knew that that was a weak point for you. So he said, oh, you know, yeah, he may, he may have professed the Lord thy God. As his savior, but guess what? I'm gonna hold on to this right here. He don't threw that away. He don't sever it. He 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 done with that. So 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 he say or so she say. But see, I'm gonna hold on to that, right? I'm gonna put this in my bag of tricks. And I'm gonna hold on to it because it's gonna come a time when it's gonna be useful. See, the devil knows a lot about you, just like God knows about you. 
The devil knows who you are and whom you are. The devil knows your strength just like he knows your weaknesses. And he will try to use your weaknesses, your most weakest point against you. But do not fret, my brothers and sisters. Because see, the Lord has said unto us, you will face many trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer, take heart, for I have already overcome the world. Now, if he has already overcome the world, then he has already overcome Satan. He's already overcome death. He defeated death. With all power in his hands to reign over the earth, under the earth, and heaven. Oh, y'all, come on now. Y'all ain't hearing me. So yeah, we're going to have an episode or two. We're going to have a moment. But like I said, you have the authority to denounce. And you didn't do that. You might have got sideswiped. You might have got bamboozled, as they say. You might have got tricked. Conned. Into partaking something that you thought was truthful, wholesome, and pure. But it turned out it was just as nasty and slithering as a dough itself. And now here you are. Guess what? On your knees, on your face, cry unto God. Repent. And behold once again. Because you did not denounce him. You did not speak from your mouth and from the bottom of that of your spirit and the wholeness of your heart. That you turned away from him completely. You got pulled by your flesh. Enticed. And that enticement birthed forth sin. Which later gave birth to death. But brothers, you have been saved by the blood of Christ. Sisters, you have been made whole by the sacrifice of the Lamb. So you say, well, Brother Tim, what are you trying to say? There are going to be moments. You're going to stumble. It's a possibility. It's going to happen. I'm not speaking anything on you, but I'm just saying it happens sometimes. You're going to stumble. You might trip, you might even slip, and you definitely might fall. But guess what? Get back up. Don't stay down. Don't sit down. Oh, I can't believe I did this. No. You know, it, it, it happened. Stand back up. Because, see, you are a man. You are a woman of God. Not a... In me saying these things, I'm not saying I condone what was done. I can't even condone what was done in that of myself. That was sinful. I don't condone it. Matter of fact, I'm downright disgusted. But guess what? I know that I have the opportunity to come before my God and repent and ask forgiveness. And be set anew. 
So the bottom line you want to know, what is it? Truthfully, it is this. You have been saved. You have been cleansed, brought by the blood of Christ. There is no other Savior. And the devil cannot truly pluck you away from it. Only you can denounce him. And only he can turn his back on you. So if he continuously stands there with open arms. Waving you in. Showing the love and kindness that only he can. Then that leaves only one other person. And that's you. And if you are not in desiring to be separate from him. If you're not saying I denounce him. Then guess what? Stand on your feet. Cry unto God. Give your heart. Release yourself from the things of this world. And move and move and move closer and nigher unto God. Brothers and sisters. I'm not trying to sugarcoat nothing here. We all know what this world is doing. We all know the things. of We all know the pleasures of the flesh. We all adults here. We know what's going to happen. We know it only takes a second to get caught up. We are flesh. In this world. But of this flesh, in this flesh, we're spiritual beings. And this is not our home. So although we are in this fleshly vessel, and although we walk out this journey of life, and we are susceptible to the things of the flesh, we don't have to live in pleasure of them. We don't have to partake. Move self out of the way and let the spirit truly govern. It's challenging, I know. Trust me. Oh, I do know. But don't give up. Don't give in. The race ain't over yet. And guess what? You're just one threshold away. You're farther alone than you think you are. So don't sell yourself short. Don't sit there and say, oh, Oh man, I know I ain't being a good servant. Oh Father God, I know that I'm dirty and I'm filthy. Well, yeah, you are. I'm sinful and I've been a hypocrite. Well, yeah, you you have been. And you are. But God sees you as cleansed. And you wonder how and why? Because of the sacrifice of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus has cleansed and paid a price for your freedom. So God does not look upon you in the way that you are in all your filthiness, all your lustful mindedness, all your fleshly deed and desiredness, but he looks at you as he looks upon the sun.
that of sanctification and that of holiness and pure righteousness. I know sometimes it's a little bit much to kind of wrap your mind around. It's a little bit much to kind of really truly say, oh man, oh. but hey, it's true. So now here we are, and as I get ready to draw close to this introduction for this message this week, I'm going to simply just leave you with this, my brothers and sisters. Christ gave himself for you. He paid the ultimate price. And his blood has cleansed us and set us free from the slavery of sin. We have been washed of all sins. That's why we're able to come before God wholeheartedly and repent and be restored, be renewed. Christ told a veil that we may be able to have this opportunity to do so. So my brothers and sisters, you have the victory. You've been made whole. You're free. Embrace your freedom. Live it wholeheartedly. And let your life truly be lived through that of Christ. Because that is whom you have been reborn through. And it is by that of his sacrifice that you have been done. And that it, it has been completed of your life. So we live not for us, but we live for Christ. So don't let all these things that are going on around you get you down. Because it is by that of the hand of God that you have been saved. Amen. Father God, I thank you for the blessedness of your presence in our lives. I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you, Father God, for the blessedness of your Son, who has given himself for us. I thank you, oh, Father God, is by the shedding of his blood that I've been cleansed and made whole. I call upon thee, O oh, Father God, and ask forgiveness of my sins. Anything and everything that has been wrong, O oh, Father God, that has been filthy, that has been lustful, that has been uncleansed before you. And anything that is harboring in that of my heart, Towards or of another. I ask that it be released. Cleansed. I pray oh Father God. And thank you for that has been purged. And that I have been reinstated. And made whole before you. Been set anew. I pray oh Father God. That as I move forth. That all that of my actions. My desires. Be blessed oh Father God. And that my focus being that which you have assigned unto me and commanded of my spirit. I meditate of your word, O oh Father God, upon my heart. May I do so daily and may it truly, O oh Father God, be written forevermore in that of my heart. As I pray these words, as I petition that throne room, I do it not just for myself, but for my brothers and sisters in that of Christ. May they too 
be truly made whole. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May you receive the same mindset as that of Christ. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promise made to the patriots might be confirmed, and, moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name again, it is said, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the people exalt him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesus will spring up, the one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him, the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy, and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, my brothers and sisters, we find ourselves sometimes truly in hope for things. And then we find ourselves dwindling in our hope. Because of what takes place, what unfolds in our lives. But I'm here to tell you, my brothers and sisters. Don't let this world, nor the things of this world, steal your hope. Don't let it cause your hope to dwindle. Continue to hope. Continue to have strength in that of your hope. Stand steadfast in faith. And let yourself not be pushed aside. For the Lord thy God is with thee. And he goes with you, no matter where you may journey. You see, as it says, it says, I will sing the praises of your name. Again, it says, rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples exalt him. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesus will spring up one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him, the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope 
fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So today, my brothers and sisters, as I have spoken these words, I release them in that of a prayer unto the throne room of that of thy heavenly Father, thy God. It may, may he fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, this life is challenging. Yes, this seems like there's things thrown at us every second, every moment of the day. And it seems that we're overtaken at times because we have given ourselves over to the lustfulness of this flesh, to the desires of the gratification that it seeks. But guess what? You haven't totally lost out. You haven't totally been pushed aside. Only for a moment have you allowed yourself to submit. But guess what? It's not too late. You have time now. You have time now. To turn unto God. To seek Him. Repent. And be renewed. And when these moments try to come upon you once again, or anything that could lead you away, let the words that are in that of your spirit reign true. Stand strong. And reconfess that the Lord Christ Jesus is your Savior. And that you have given your life unto Him. And that you acknowledge that he is the son of God. And that he has been raised from the dead. My brothers and sisters. Anyone who confess. That of their mouth. Wholeheartedly from their heart. That the Lord thy God. Christ Jesus. Is the son of God. Shall be saved. My brothers and sisters, yes, we are in trying times. Yes, there's a lot of uncertainty going around. But we still serve a faithful God. So lean unto him and not on this world nor your own understanding. And that's in anything, not just knowledge. Not just knowing whether it's true or not true or right or wrong. But lean unto him in all things, of all things. Amen. My brothers and sisters, I pray that this message, I pray that these com combinations of scriptures, I pray, oh Father God, that it resonates upon thy heart. I pray, my brothers and sisters, that you have been able to perceive in order to receive and that it has been walked out in your lives as it is the desire of that of thy heavenly father our God
Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, that notification was letting me know that I have reached a moment in the show where it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought. And the spiritual food for thought for this week is as follows. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. My brothers and sisters, um, let's let that scripture really kind of sink in with us this week and understand that in the moments and times that we are going through some things, that we're not going through that alone. And it's only just temporary. It's just monetary for that to be in your life. And God is giving unto you or has already given unto you everything that you need to endure that and to make it through. It may seem hard at the time. It may seem trying. It may seem like you're not going to make it through. And it may seem like it's something that is overwhelming. It's just overly challenged unto you and you, you you just can't you're no match for that challenge but guess what stop and think think about it just just take a moment to look back on all the other times when you've had opposition come down upon you when you've been faced with challenges did you not make it through did not that of our heavenly father that of our God bless you to be able to endure through that of the strength of that of his son Christ Jesus and to come out unscathed to come out even better matter of fact and that you stand strong not boasting in that of yourself but that you know it is by that of the hand of the father that you were able to make it through. So if you know that, then why not know that you're going to make it through whatever's going on now? Why not take into understanding knowing that, hey, God's got me. And he's not going to let me go. I'm not going through this by myself. God's with me. He's watching over me. And although I may have to endure some things, they're not going to take me out. I'm not without what I need. I have what I need to meet my basic needs. God knows what I need. And He's supplying it to me. Even though the devil may try to make me think that He's not, even though the devil may try to show me that I won't have what I need and, or that I don't have it and won't get it, God says different because he knows our needs. And when we entrust in him, when we rely on him, when we seek him, and when we believe that he has our best interest at heart and that he's doing what is needed to keep us upright and to keep us whole. Then we 
we're going to prevail. Well, truthfully, my brothers and sisters, we already have. Do that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Because as He is victorious, so are we. Amen? Some parts, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Romans 15, 1 through 13 in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Romans 15, 1 through 13 in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can go over to Facebook, IG, or Twitter to be received of daily devotionals weekly podcasts, and any other spiritual content. Once again, my brothers and sisters, those platforms are Facebook, IG, and Twitter. And look for us as Encouragement Daily Blog. And if you prefer audio, if you prefer podcasts, because your daily schedule, your daily routine, it just makes things a lot more easier, just makes things a lot more blessful to be able to flow, then you can listen to the weekly podcast through Anchor.fm. And you will find us there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's Anchor.fm. Encouragement Daily Podcast. I thank you, my brothers and sisters, for the time that you have set aside to be received of this week's encouraging message. And I pray that this message and those that are to come will be blessed one to your lives as the others previous before these have been a glorious and blessful force and knowledge motivation and instillment of that of God's wisdom into your life. So as we wind down this message, we wind down this episode, we close up this week's my brothers and sisters, continue to keep moving forward. Continue to keep your mind focused on that of the Lord thy God. Yes, you may be going through Yes, sometimes it may be hard and there's going to be some struggles or some, some suffering or some oppression. But God has not brought you this far that he may walk away from you and leave you. For he has said, I will not leave thee nor forsake thee. And he has told us, be of good courage. For thy Lord, thy God, goeth with you. So my brothers and sisters, until the next time we come together for the encouraging fellowship. Stand strong in that of the Lord. May the remainder of your day be also that glorious, as well as the rest of the week, in all good things in that of the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Love you. And continue to keep pressing forward.